Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Growth Collective podcast, where we discuss everything in self-development, mental health, and personal transformation. I'm Jasper Valdis, and I'm here with my partner in crime, Martin Smeets. Now, let's get into it. I'm back, baby. Yeah, man. Sorry, guys. It's been uh, two weeks for the people who, um, who've been following us. Two weeks because uh, Jesper was on a festival and, you know, some things happened. We've been very, very, very busy on, um, on the background, creating really beautiful things to, well, to share with all of you um, to create more impact in the world. And slowly we're going to start rolling out with those. We started our, our growth gathering. And today we decided let's get back to the podcast because we feel like we are missing something, missing these beautiful conversations in between the two of us. And uh, today we decided on a topic that at least I experienced a few times in my life, something I struggle with personally and what I see that a lot of people in this world struggle with today. Definitely Corona influenced a lot of that in the society that we live in today. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's a challenge that everyone, you know, deals with uh, once in a while, um, you know, loneliness as is the topic, but more importantly, the idea of feeling alone, um, you know, having our thoughts playing that certain scenarios or telling that certain story, especially when we're dealing with mental health problems or don't feel understood, we have this idea of we can be alone or no one understands us and today's podcast title is you are not alone and we want to dive really deep into why that is and how we can start to change this perception of feeling alone and um, change the story to live more um, fruitful and fulfilling exactly yeah uh, and i want to emphasize on what you just said there change the story because so much is about the story we are telling ourselves now, once you start telling yourself, I am alone, that's something that we've mentioned more often. Our brain is a solution-focused machine. Our brain will straight away go to all the reasons why you are alone. You know, so, well, we'll dive a lot deeper into many, many ways. But you telling yourself, I am alone, is where everything starts or where a lot of it starts. You know? So stop telling yourself that you are alone and st start telling yourself that you still need to find the people around you that you can go look for it that you can take action to not be as as alone or as lonely definitely but why the topic of you are not alone why not choose loneliness why not choose um feeling alone for me when when we ch chose this title you are not alone i think it's really to emphasize one and first of all that what we do in the growth collective is to help you feel not alone and to help you understand that there are people out there to support. There are people out there that understand what you're going through. There are people out there that can create this deep connection that you're searching for, or at least guide you in the right direction to really connect on a deeper level. Because that's where loneliness comes from, you know, when we don't feel that deep connection, when we don't feel understood. And we are there to help change that way of perceiving the world because it's so damaging to us if we go around and feel like well no one really understands me and um, everything that i want to do no one really gets it 
um, my parents aren't supportive of what I do. My friends think it's crazy, whatever it can be. And we talk from experience, you know, we're both entrepreneurs. We're both people that traveled many places in the world. And like a lot of things that we do, people would say, why are you doing that? Are you crazy? So we understand coming from a place of feeling alone and having people not understand what we were going through, but also where we wanted to go in general. Exactly. And like, um, I want to like differentiate also, you know, between, between words, because uh, you say that you are not alone. That's the title of this episode, because that's what we want. You know, that's the belief that we want to install in people. You are not alone. You are not alone. Uh, but like often we see or, you know, when you see someone sitting alone in the park or see someone doing many things alone, a lot of people might think that person is lonely. But there's a big, big difference in being alone and loneliness. You know, like it's, it is in my time being alone that I can reflect on so many things of myself and that I won't feel lonely if I'm alone because I take this time of being alone. So in that sense, these two really correlate and you need one to not feel the other. Definitely. I think that's, it's, it's such an important point to make because if you cannot be alone with yourself, that's also like a danger signal, a red flag, however you want to put it. Because that means you're trying to escape from yourself and I not, don't like your own company. And what does that mean, you know? And if we are in that kind of frame of mind, we're going to try and avoid, you know, going inwards and we're trying to avoid that silence because that's where the thoughts and the emotion comes up because we cannot distract ourselves with either, you know, social media, content, people, drugs, alcohol, whatever it might be, right? Exactly, because uh, like, uh, it's, it's such a big thing and that's something I used to struggle with, being alone with my own thoughts because uh, my brain, well, now I've got it under control, but my brain used to go 24-7, 3,000 kilometers an hour um, and, you know, with the, the high sti highly stimulating environment society that we live in today, you know, there's so many impulses that come into your brain, that come into your mind, that trigger your mind to go in certain directions. And I would never take time alone. I would always be somewhere. The second I would be alone, in the past I'm talking about then, I would go and, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing? I would just go to my friend's house and ring the doorbell. And back then it was super subconsciously. Right now I realize I did all of this to not have to be with my thoughts. Because in those moment of, moments of being alone, all those stimuli that I had during the day, all those impulses, they're being processed. You know? And if I don't balance out my time alone with time being together, then all of that processing happens on a very short period of time. And then that is going to feel very overwhelming because there's so many events that I go over, so many events, so many things that happened that, that didn't give a place yet, that, that, didn't, that I'm not understanding yet and that I don't see how that is influencing my life. And then when all of these, uh, these, these events have to be processed at the same time, I'm going to start connecting dots in places where, uh, because that's how my mind works personally, it's connecting dots in places that have nothing to do with each other. And then, you know, I create a story that I'm telling myself and I'm going to 
I'm going to blow things up in my mind, um, you know, and could get into a negative thought spiral, could get in, you know, what does that person think of me? Ah, this happened then, and this happened then, and then that person said then, you know, and if I would take moment per moment at a time and process it, see it as a perspective, look at it from an observer point of view, then every time that becomes so much easier and so much more gentle to myself and you know, because I start to see the results of this, because in the beginning, it is a lot. If you're not used to it, it is a lot. And it's not easy and not fun. But now, when I look at myself, how I progressed, now those times alone become, you know, an act of self-love to myself, an act of self-care. Because I know, okay, I'm processing all the energies that came into my energy field, all the the things that people said to me, all, all the feedback, um, you know, all of these things. And then I can, I let this go, I process it, and I can come back to myself. I can listen back to myself once I've processed all the other impulses. Because before I do that, it's kind of overshadowed. Like my core me, my core thoughts and feelings is overshadowed by everything that ha that's happening in my environment. Yeah. It's just one big blur, chaotic uh, stimuli that you try to navigate through, through these old patterns, right? And funnily enough, the bad emotions, the bad thoughts, they're not going to go away until you deal with them. Um, but yeah, thank you for sharing that. And, and you now it's such an important practice to be able to do. But let's try and define a little more um, the idea of, of loneliness and these thoughts and how they actually sabotage us so we can get a better idea of how we can start to deal with them. Because the thought, you are not alone. Oh. The difference the thought that you feel like you are alone or you say to yourself oh i'm alone no one understands me in your perspective where where does that come from what is happening to you and what kind of thoughts are you having to create that um, that belief when i think about loneliness where i think all of this comes from is mainly is not feeling understood not you know, when you share something, when you have a certain experience that people don't relate to this, that they don't hear you, that they're not listening to what you're saying, that they don't take your opinion into account. Uh, and when you experience this too often on a, on a short period of time, then, you, then, oh, that's when I feel and what I see in other people, you know, start to feel like, oh, I don't have anyone. Nobody's listening to me. Nobody's hearing me. Nobody's sharing my opinion. I am alone. Yeah, and then from there that comes but then obviously once you start to believe that you're alone something that we said in the beginning you start to find proof and make that belief stronger and stronger and stronger is that something you relate to yes for sure it's kind of like well personally i think it comes just to elaborate a little bit more on it because at some point you didn't have the, the thoughts and the feelings and then at some point you you do right so something has changed in in from you not having the thoughts and feelings to have personally i felt it very much obviously after losing my mother people were very empathic but after like a year or half a year you know people were still thinking as they used to so for me it was hard to relate because they didn't understand right and as so i felt lonely and not being able to communicate around these things and I think that's where it comes from in many ways. People start somewhere, like something happens, you go through something and you start to get inspired by something maybe also. So you start to think and feel differently. 
And then because you feel more connected to this or it's, it's become a part of you, all of a sudden you are so connected to that and want to connect with, let's say, old friends and family around this new thing. But obviously that's not what you built um, your relation based on. So it's because something happens that then you're suddenly starting to think and feel like you're alone because you don't feel that uh, you don't feel understood, as you said. Does that does that resonate with you and the way you're thinking about it? Definitely, fully, and I feel like we're we're fully oh, sorry, fully aligned in our um, our ways of thinking there. I like so what I hear here is that feeling alone all comes back down to the people that we have around us and the people that we surround ourselves with. So, you know, if what is you know, obviously normal being alone, obviously it depends on your people. Uh, but it's not that we can't change the people that we surround ourselves with. You know, so you being alone in some ways is also a conscious choice. You know, is you choosing to stick around with these people, even though, you know, no, it's not easy to let go of people that don't understand you. And once you grow you know, and people don't grow with you, automatically you find a new community. This is a, this is a process, what I'm in the middle of right now myself, because uh, I moved and I moved from Belgium to Austria and da da da, like uh, might potentially say something about that later that comes up, we'll see. Um, but you know, we can consciously choose to look for the community that does understand this. And I feel like that's where, you know, a lot of the power lies in changing that belief around as well. Definitely. And I just want to, you know, emphasize that it doesn't mean that you have to change all your friends. No. It just means that that thing that you're looking for and get recognition and being seen in has to come from somewhere else than where you, you, you come from if you cannot find it there. And I guess, you know, you cannot find it if you feel like you're alone. So then that's where you need to go seek them. But I think that's the big challenge for a lot of people because you know they think that they are the only ones thinking like this to some degree. They are the ones being so much in the perception of, well, everything that I used to know, all the people that I've engaged with my whole life with to some extent, all of a sudden, none of them seem to resonate with me more. And because they are our whole world, Obviously, that's what we have to relate to as the world and what's possible. And we don't maybe see that, oh, other people think differently or other cultures have a different ways of approaching this challenge or whatever it might be. So we define the people around us of being how everyone perceives everything to some extent. And that's where we make the disconnect and not really look forward and see the opportunities of, oh, then I need to find someone else. But just like, oh, this is everything that is, so I'm fucked. Right. At least that's how I'm perceiving it. What do you think? Most definitely. Um, you know, I got a little distracted by the noise outside. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but I feel you totally there. Uh, you know, and I know actually where my mind went as well is with that feeling alone. It's like putting yourself in different situations. And that when, when I went traveling um, at the beginning stages, when I was 19, you know, and I had my friend group from from Belgium you know like what I knew what was what was used to me and then I put myself into a situation outside uh outside of my culture within different people and in the beginning I didn't know how to hold myself you know, because I felt that well not sure if I can really 
related to loneliness because that's like a more extreme form but I definitely felt a little bit alone uh because the kind of humor that I used to have in Belgium didn't didn't really exist there uh the you know all of those very standard things that I had weren't there anymore that kind of that comfort zone and I got put into you know uh, I went to to Thailand and I was more you know I got put into community of, of mainly spiritual people you know like lots of meditation yoga and all those things were completely new for me and I was a little bit like what is this place you know and uh I was very unconscious at that moment in time and I'm being surrounded by conscious people you know the conversations are it's such you know very very different if you have conversations with these kind of people about the things that interest them and then the things that were interesting me at the moment and uh yeah, like when you were talking, my mind just shifted there to, to how I felt there and how I dealt with this. And then there is also just taking time to adjust to all of this and then slowly start to, you know, take my own perception and what I learned from this and make this my own person and then start to feel less lonely in that field. Uh, Definitely. But that's also a huge personal transformation, especially, you know, uh, you have to be able to really like and connect with these new things that you can introduce to to be able to make that a basis of the connection you make to some extent um, and i guess that's hard to do with all of the things you know it can also just be if you have a mental challenge or if you want to achieve something and people don't con connect with that especially the pain of it it can be hard in at least how i perceive it to to connect over that and, and make that a part of your personality because it's obviously not the most um, serving aspect of something new and if you know what I mean. Definitely. And yeah, man. I'm actually very curious to hear how, because um, obviously we talked about it a little bit, but you just mentioned that you felt alone after your mother passed away. And like, uh, I'm actually very curious to hear from you how you dealt with that situation. Oh, man, there's so much to it. It's like, um, you don't really, uh, that's just, how can I say, because obviously there's multiple elements to it, but for me, it's like, I realized that I didn't really understand until uh, way later in life that she was actually gone, gone. And it's it also became, uh, you know, my mother was for me, my, my place of safety, my, you know, my pillar uh, in, in, in a lot of ways, as I was mainly raised by her. So for me, uh, that safety and that sense of security and uh, understand, try, you know, as, and when we're 19 years old, we, we think we, we understand the world, but we have no fucking clue, right? Um, so everything was shattered and that's so I needed to reinvent myself and find myself and that took a long time. And I remember especially going to, I went to the sporting school um, one and a half year later and when I went there, I felt like this was the first time I was really outside my comfort zone in the sense that, okay, my, my pillar of safety has been removed. So I, I take the small pillars with all my friends, you know, a little bit of family, and that will become my new safety, but it could never really be it. And then going somewhere totally new and having to connect on totally new premises. And was just, you know, similar to what you experienced in Thailand. But for me, it was just so weird because what I really wanted to connect around was just not as important for people because they had a different way of perceiving it. And because it was such a, like a, a hardcore, like trauma, um, 
it's it became really difficult for me to to feel that connection and just be lighthearted and all these things like i wanted things to be more serious i wanted things to be more deep because that's what i needed at that point in time so i definitely felt lonely in that and i i, do, I remember either i think i was in the boarding school there or else i just came home i remember being in a summer house with like three of my really good friends a girl and two guys that i've been knowing for since i was 14 at that point also i remember like emphasizing how i really was happy to have in my life and i was kind of just really putting a lot on the table like almost too much for just being young friends to some extent and um, because i was seeking that um that uh, under being understood and heard and seen and cared for and loved and respected all these things um, and I remember then like trying to take it in, but not really being able to. And this was, you know, what I presented as my core, but it was in the in the desire of finding that deeper connection now, right? I remember it, it really it, it hurt me, like, but it was also it was also I understood it because how would they ever understand? But that also created these thoughts of like, and no one understands me, no one understands how I feel and am. And I think I had that for quite a while, actually, until I found, found people online that were doing more entrepreneurial things and were doing more in the sense of expanding yourself. And it wasn't so much about, you know, they having lost a mother. It was about them wanting more out of life, which was very much important for me because that was really the eye opener of my mother's death. It was like, hey, there's like life is very short. You have one potentially right but you have this to deal with and that's it and if you just go the way that everyone else goes you'll stay and, and be where everyone else were but i was not connecting with everyone else as i used to i needed more so uh, yeah i hope that answers your question because it was a long process uh, in that definitely like something like thank you for sharing first of all and, uh, you know, definitely see that as well. So what you're saying is actually, you know, people that want similar things out of life and that's what helps you being understood, right? Yeah. And then what I, what I heard you say there, and that's something that, that piqued my interest, is that you were trying so hard to find these connections. Like, I don't know the words that you used specifically, but what I kind of made out of it is that you were trying so hard that you were actually, like, pushing those deeper connections away because you were trying so hard. Did I hear that right? Well, so I guess to some degree, right? It's like connections have been really good based on, you know, a certain type of relation and connection. I tried to withdraw more from in the hopes of, you know, where I found some of my safety, I could find the rest of it. Uh, but obviously they never really happened. Um, so to some degree, I guess it was pushing them a little bit away because they couldn't connect. And then, you know, it's kind of like if, if you... <laughs> If you play soccer your whole life and suddenly one of the players come and say let's play basketball it's like no we're playing soccer here you know it's like uh, or football sorry but yeah um so it's 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 interesting in that way yeah and what's been like for you the the key thing that helped that helped you from you know because you went through like a traumatic experience that you know created big change and then to boarding school you know, that, that feeling not understood, that feeling lonely. What was for you the key, I don't want to say moment, more the key, the, the, the key tool, the key thing that changed that for you, that, that made you be able to find the people that understand you? 
So you mean as in, in, in where I found them or how I started searching for them or what in, in particular? Yeah, like a certain tool within yourself or where you found them, how you found them, like what process that you went through to be able to find, find them. For sure. So I think it's important that we understand that when we have traumas and we are emotionally affected in this way, and, and this is something we, we go through all our lives subconsciously, we are searching for something more. If we're not fulfilled, we are subconsciously searching for it, whether it be in uh, guys or girls or the bottle or the internet or whatever it can be, we're searching for something more subconsciously and for me uh, you know what i went to was uh, you know youtube and facebook and then i saw you know i i don't even remember how the fuck i came across it but i came across um self-development especially um, a channel that focused on improving your relationship with girls so like pickup artists stuff in this style and like, okay, hey, okay, you can expand, you can get better at this. And obviously um, it wasn't like my main focus, but I think it became it pretty quickly because young guys always wanna know how to get girls. Uh, and because it's just by biology in many ways and societal pressure. And I think getting into that led me down a rabbit hole of, oh, so there's this way of developing yourself and this and this and this, and then there's business expands and you can create the life you want. And I'm like, yes, let's talk about this. This is what it's all about, right? And so I wasn't, I think I was consciously searching in places that I knew, right? And then subconsciously I found it through YouTube's algorithm, let's go, to, to, some, to some degree, right? Um, but that's what we do. And that's also, you know, why I try to emphasize so much of this idea of, like we think we're alone, but that's because we do not have the perspective to see the world and ourselves in a different view. It's like, how can you tie a shoe when you don't know what a shoe is, you know? So it's, 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 it was a lack of knowledge and perspective. And I guess I was just uh, lucky enough to have the internet by my side and, and finding things that would then would align me to start believing in a different way than I were and finding motivation in different channels and, uh, um, stuff like that for example like uh, the channel yes theory on youtube which is a big brand these days i found them when they were very new and i was just this is what it's all about more out of life helping other people being true and authentic dealing with your traumas and overcoming your tough situations to then excel in the way you want to do um you know and all this kind of went together yeah because that's uh what you say there is is actually a little bit the process i'm going through at the moment now as well you know like that um okay like i moved, just moved to austria in january and i'm missing a little bit of a spiritual community you know there's there's a lot of what i want out of life very adventurous people uh people that love snowboarding you know all of that stuff but there's something missing and, and i feel you know i have one or two people there that are slightly there where i am where or where i want my people to be but that I also felt feel a little bit lonely in that sense and you know, for me like the online world is such a powerful tool that we have you know at a, at a with the tip of our tongue you know we can reach the whole world through Facebook and YouTube and all these things these days and yeah so for everyone that feels lonely in any sense like you know because we talked about it with not feeling understood right so on Facebook, you have a group for literally everything. If, you know, if your mother passed away, if your father passed away, if, um, 
you're struggling with self-doubt if you feel lonely for you know for anything you know so what i'm looking for is conscious groups uh you know also digital nomads because they're often more conscious as well and that's you know so those kind of people that I want to bring into my life and just cons- consciously looking for those groups online. And then obviously with the intention of bringing those online people into the real world, because that's where I want to create that real community. But that's, you know, I feel like a very strong starting point to go there. Uh, I have a, a very like, and, and, and everything also starts in believing that you, you don't have to be alone. No, with because uh, it's that belief i am alone well mm. no you're not alone you just still need to find the people that understand you and that are in on the same wavelength as you exactly. so you're in the process because i am alone well then we can go into a whole tangent of you know um personalizing yourself with something you know when you are something that is you imply to yourself your subconscious mind but that's something that can't change because that's what you are. You know, I am Martin and I'm a man and I'm from Belgium. Like that will never change, but I can feel alone in the moment. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I am alone because tomorrow I can be with friends and then I'm not alone anymore. Exactly. And so how we talk to ourselves is a really big, important aspect there as well. Always, always. And it's a good point to put in there. Like the, the words are powerful, right? Um, but there are many stories and, and people that I meet out there that, that feel like they are alone and people don't understand them. And it's also because, you know, mental health is still taboo in many ways uh, to talk openly about. And it's difficult because we're talking about emotions and we want to uphold our status and what with other things, et cetera, et cetera. But let's talk about how we can then deal with it. Like if, if, if we are out there and we're thinking, fuck, I feel so alone. No one understands me. And we have these kind of thoughts and we feel like we're not understood and we hate where we are might maybe in life what would you say is the first thing uh, we could do to then start overcome that join the growth collective community on facebook of course uh, obviously <laughs> the best solution but but yeah yeah now that, to, to be fair it's, it's a good point you know find it, it find people that are like-minded and and start to change the way you're thinking it's always the most powerful thing yeah more specifically maybe would help as well no definitely um yeah it was it was a little bit of a of a joke but not really a joke at the same time yeah mm-hmm. um like uh, we've said it multiple times now in my opinion belief you know believing i am alone well as long as you believe that you're going to struggle creating change and cr- struggle creating a difference so everything starts in the mind and by changing that mindset of i am alone feel like that's wherever everything starts and then we can go into the belief circle of you know telling to yourself you're seeing the potential that you're not alone you know maybe because definitely when you feel alone you kind of um you know your mind doesn't look for the people that could potentially understand you it's only going to look at the people that don't understand you because that's what makes you feel alone Mm. and when you actively ask yourself who could I potentially talk to that understands me? And then your brain can really go back over past relationships. You know, someone that you met traveling or someone that you randomly bumped into on the road and had a five-minute conversation with, but you connected very deeply. You know, and then really just taking that time to sit back, who do I actually have in my life? 
because often there's a lot more valuable relations that we have than we actually think that we have. Obviously, there's the people that we surround ourselves the most with, but that outer circle there is so big and we forget the people in the outer circle so quickly. And then they come up on certain moments when, you know, when we need them, when we direct our brain in that direction. For example, um, you know, I need my laptops broken. Oh, do I know someone who knows something about laptops? And then all of a sudden, you, these people come to your mind that you never think of otherwise. It's because you asked your brain a certain question to find someone that can help you with this. Kind of goes in a you know, similar way with this with, okay, I don't feel understood. Who would, who would understand me in the situation that I'm in right now? And then if you give it time and you sit with it, your brain will find the solution. Definitely. I think that's a great answer. You know, really diving deep into, well, what is it you're searching for? What is it you want? Do you want to be understood? Do you want to feel like you belong somewhere? Well, define where that is. Define what it's all about. Do you, do you want to have people to be active more with? Do you want people to be spiritual more with? Do you have people that actually just listens and understands? Well, what kind of people are these? So just keep on with those kind of questions. And then Facebook groups is a great way to start. Discord um, communities, YouTube channels. There's so much in this area, right? And you can even ask people that might not be 100% aligned with you to see like if they've heard of anything like this. Just be open about it, right? Exactly. And, you know, like, because we keep on talking about Facebook and the online world, what I see is a very valuable tool. However, people that don't have this or think, oh, but I don't want to do this. Well, communities exist everywhere. You know, we, every person is in a community, whether you want it or not. And so for myself, uh, what I can do to connect more with spiritual people or with digital nomads, they'll go to yoga classes, go to meditation classes, um, they'll go to work, uh, co-working spaces in cities. Uh, you know, these are things specifically for me. I'd like to ask yourself the questions that Jesper just asked, or go into what are you looking for specifically? And then ask yourself, these people that I would like to have in my life, what would they be doing in their free time? You know, where would they be? Which events would they attend to? And then, you know, pottery classes, painting, uh, you know, there's a never ending list, uh, read, book reading clubs, uh, you know, there's so many, but just find that where you would find your people. It's a great point, man. And we are doing it right now. We're going to Boomfest in a couple of weeks, right? We go there with the intention to connect with like-minded people in the more spiritual and self-development oriented place and uh, with those kind of people. Now, we're going to find, you know, our best friends for life. Maybe, probably not. But like, if we have the right intentions, we might come close. And if nothing else, it gives us more to work with and gives us more perspective to know where we might look or what we might do. Yeah, I think, yeah, these definitely these big events like boom festival for example i like that this is one week uh as for here like you say will you find your best friend there small chance you know when you look at a yoga class or a specific class because it's on a consistent basis you keep on connecting with them over a longer period of time and there it's easier to grow these deep connections but when you look at these bigger events for me personally when i look at it 
It will give me inspiration, motivation, new ideas to think about. And uh, just that whole energy that, that because most of the people, obviously not everyone, go there with a similar intention. Well, first of all, having a good time, that's for sure. But it's a certain kind of festival. So people go there for these kind of reasons. So you are being put into the energy of that kind of people. And like most of the people that you connect with are going to be able to understand you because you're all there for a similar reason. You know, maybe you know, on different levels potentially. But by doing so, it's going to be easier to feel understood because it, most of the conversations that you start there that person that you will be communicating with will be on a similar wavelength as you. And also by doing so, you know, then you come back to the beliefs. It's like, oh, maybe I'm not so alone because I've resonated with what this person was saying. And actually I resonated with what that person was saying as well. And wait, what? There's another person I just talked to and resonated with him as well. You know, and then we, we see results of taking action and can they make connecting with different people? And by taking action, seeing results, change the belief system and that belief can hopefully go down the drain. Yeah. And then, you know, it's just a process from there. But it has to start somewhere. And I think I also want to really point out that you might have an ego that says, ah, it's not for me. Yeah, maybe it sounds really good. All these things make sense, but ah, I can't, I can't be bothered, whatever it might be. And to that, I would just say, if nothing changes, nothing changes. You know, you have the potential to go and take action and try something. But if you don't try anything, nothing will change. I think it's very common for us to just wait for change. At some, time, some point, that beautiful girl or man will come around. Or at some point, you know, I'm going to make that distance. So at some point, like tomorrow never happens. The only thing that exists is the present moment. So just don't like... If, if you have these thoughts and feeling and you keep feeling them, like it's because you're not taking action. And obviously the more clarity you have, you're better. But the first step is to get clarity. And you do that by, you know, writing down and ask yourself these questions we've done. I'm very happy that you go there because you know, I just realized throughout the podcast that, um, you know, we got very much around being with people and talking about people and, and fighting that loneliness by finding a community. But it's obviously very valuable. But I would like to you know bring it back to what we said in the beginning as well that you need that time alone you know you need it and even if you maybe feel lonely and if you feel overwhelmed by that time alone it's probably an indication that your mind is desperately in need of processing things so Amen. You know, and then what jesper said those questions that uh you know i don't know roughly 10 minutes ago uh you know, what he said, ask them to yourself in a journal. What am I looking for? Uh, you know, whatever comes up, actually, you don't always need to ask questions in a journal. Just write down whatever comes because that clarity will help with the overwhelm of your mind. And, you know, when I look at my brain, it goes so quickly. When I just listen to my brain, I drive myself crazy sometimes. So then by writing down, you really slow your thinking process down because I can't write as fast as I can think, not even close to it. And I don't think that anyone can. So by writing down, you think you take time to think better about your own thoughts. And by thinking better about your own thoughts, you'll find the clarity and you'll be able to 
don't like to put it in this way, but I'm going to do it anyway. You can put those thoughts in the right boxes instead of, you know, throwing them all over in the wrong boxes and then opening those boxes up again and not understanding anything anymore. Exactly. You need to structure the mind to structure your life because that's where all the decisions and the patterns come from. So if you yeah. cannot do that, you're, you're like a child. Exactly. Good stuff. I think for me personally, that was everything I wanted to share. I think there was a lot of valuable info there. Anything else for you? Yes, nah, nah, I think it was awesome. And I just want to emphasize, emphasize if you still feel alone, you are not alone. And we are here to support you in any way we can. You just have to take action, do something different. And the first thing that might help you the most is to ask for help. And that's what we're here to do in the Growth Collective. So Second thing, join the Growth Collective Facebook group and the Growth Gathering, a weekly support group where we set clear intentions, help each other, connect you with like-minded people. And everyone that's in there is having a great time and is finding real-life connections. Uh, so we would love to have you there. Um, you know, I want to be honest and open as well. So in the beginning of the podcast, some of you might have noticed I was a little bit distracted. Uh, because my mind was going to places and potentially because I didn't take that time to process the things because I've had a pretty full on past few days. So um, it might be time for me to take my time alone so that I don't get as distracted in the moments where I should, shouldn't, sorry. Always working, always growing, you know. I think if there's anything, well, this is one of our core values in, in the Growth Collective, but it's transparency, right? We're human beings. We're not some kind of, you know, high in the sky CEO. Like we make good money. We, we live the life we want to live and we help and serve people. But we are fucking honest around the process. And that's why if you come and join us, you can be sure to be met by real people with real uh, personalities and not, nothing like, you know, we're going to change your whole fucking world. No, we're going to help you get there together. Exactly. So with that in mind, outro time. Thank you for everyone for being here with us. Feel free to join us on our social media. Our credentials will be in the bio description so you can join us and join the Growth Collective for exclusive coaching, training and other growth related activities like the Growth Gathering we do every Wednesday. Please find us on Instagram or Facebook or wherever you know us from. Send us a message and we'll talk much more about it. We love you all very much and feel free to tell us what you would like to hear more about because we're here making this podcast for you guys so if there's some topic you want us to cover let us know and we will probably cover it because that always motivates us when people say oh please do this but besides that stay safe and we'll see you next week ciao, ciao.